When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Ben Ferguson here. And if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantage income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz, Ben Ferguson with you. We have a jam-packed show for you today that includes two big stories that deal with Israel specifically and a shock of Democrats demanding, well, conditional aid to Israel if they do certain things that would actually help Hamas. We're going to deal with that. Plus, Hunter Biden is cracked out, demanding new things from Congress His new demands that are pretty funny, we'll explain those. But before we get to that, on a serious note, Senator, you and several other senators today were able to sit down and watch some of the horrific videos of the attack that Israel on Israel by Hamas. Uh, I, I want you to walk us through this because it's important that people understand just how barbaric, how well thought out, how well planned, how orchestrated, and how these Uh, These jihadists trained in Iran to prepare for this attack. Well, that's right. So it so it is right now, 1132 p.m. on Tuesday night. And and so we're recording this at the end of the day, Tuesday. Uh, I started the day at 9 a.m. in a room in the Capitol watching a video. And the video consists of, of 46 minutes of footage, raw video. Uh, that the government of Israel has compiled. And, and most of the footage is from either body cameras that Hamas terrorists were wearing or from their cell phones that they were wearing, or in some instances from security cameras that were set up in different people's homes that filmed what was happening. And, and it was, we watched 138 people being murdered. Wow. It, it, it was... 
it, it was horrible. Uh, look, look, I mean, and it, I, I will say there were about 50 senators in the room, so about half the Senate came to watch, and, and I was glad of that. Um, and there were a fair number of Democrats in the room. I was glad in particular the Democrats were seeing this. I, I will say, look, it's one thing to watch like an action movie, to watch Rambo or John Wick, and you see lots of people being shot, and it's, you know, it's Hollywood. What was horrifying about this is this was real people being murdered in real time. And it was one after the other after the other. It was wanton. It was... It was directed. Any civilian they saw, they just came up and just began firing shots at him, firing. There were several things that were horrifying. But but one of the most horrifying aspects was the joy that the Hamas terrorists expressed as they were murdering, as they were shooting little children, as they were shooting women, as they were shooting just any civilian they saw, as they were gunning down teenagers at the music festival. They're laughing, they're cheering, they're saying, Allah Akbar, God is great, God is great, God is great. They say it over and over and over again as, as they're just murdering people. And there's, there's a joy that the, 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 the raw hatred, um, we saw them with a knife cutting the head off of a corpse of a man, just sawing his head off. And it's watching someone being beheaded, thankfully that, Man was dead already, so at least he wasn't alive while he was being beheaded. But they sawed his head off and took his head as a tro- as a trophy. That we saw footage of the terrorists desecrating bodies, uh, playing with they would they would sever heads and play with the heads. Um, we saw them dragging dead bodies of of Jews into Gaza, and they throw them in the public square, and and just a mob would descend and kick and punch and 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 beat the dead body they were cheering in joys and celebration i i'll tell you ben the the most disturbing thing that 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 i saw in the video was actually audio and it was audio of a cell phone conversation that the israelis intercepted and it was a hamas terrorist who was calling home to his parents in gaza and first he talks to his dad and he says in, in Arabic, he says, Dad, I just killed 10 with my bare hands. I killed 10 with my bare hands. And he's, he's, he's so proud and he's bragging and his father is proud of him. And he's bra- bragging, he says over and over again, I killed 10 with my bare hands. And then he says, let me talk to mom. Let me talk to mom. And his mother gets on the phone and he repeats again his joy. I killed 10 Jews with my bare hands. I killed them. I killed them. I killed them. I killed them. And, and his mother is joyously crying. And I got to say, Ben, like they're celebrating it. That's what you're saying. This is like a, a celebration of like winning a football game, except they're actually mass murdering people. Listen, the level of absolute hate in, in warfare, if you have a war, let's say you have the Ukraine war and the Russians and Ukrainians are shooting at each other. There may be a day when a Russian soldier or a Ukrainian soldier, let's say they shoot 10 soldiers on the other side. I cannot imagine someone calling their mom and joyously describing, I just killed 10 people today. Much less the people they're killing, they're not 
opposing soldiers in a war. They're civilians, they're women, they're little children that they're gunning down. And I want you to think about how just twisted the racist, vicious, anti-Semitic hate is that's inculcated in Hamas. And most of these Hamas terrorists, they're teenagers. They're, they're in their early 20s. They're young Palestinians in Hamas. And, and they are thrilled when they murder someone. They stop and say, take a selfie with me. By the way, you also have idiots on college campuses and, and, and other morons on, in the global media denying these atrocities happen. Look, most of this video was filmed by Hamas. They are proud of it. They want the world to know what they did and they photographed it they took videos of it and and you see them like they go through a room and they're like some dead bodies but if something's not dead they're like shoot them in the head shoot them in the head and i'll tell you something else that was really disconcerting repeatedly the hamas terrorists number one they referred to israelis over and over again as dogs that's what they called them your dogs your dogs your dogs but they also repeatedly referred to israelis as it not he or she, it. And this was multiple Hamas terrorists. This is over 46 minutes, so it's lots of little videos that, that, that were spliced together. But you'd have multiple Hamas terrorists say, saying things like, it's dead, it's dead, grab it. And, and I got to say, it, it reminded me of the dehumanization of Jews by the Nazis. That, 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 that they have been so inculcated in vicious hatred that they are convinced that Jews are not people, they're not women, they're not men, they're not children, they're its and, and, and they're dogs. And it was to see it. <sighs> Listen, I've lived 52, almost 53 years on planet Earth. I've never had a day where I've seen over 130 people murdered in front of my eyes. And, and that's how today began. Explain how all of this transpired of the video being put together who did that who put this together for you guys as senators this obviously wasn't classified uh it, it sounds encouraging that that about 50 percent of the senate showed up it also to me is discouraging that the other 50 percent did not show up should every senator have watched this do they not yes. have an obligation yes. to watching it to see it to understand it to to realize what happened on that day and and why did so many not show up and how was this put together so, so, so look this this was grotesque and horrible I, I i felt physically sick i i wanted to vomit in the room you're seeing abject terror you're seeing a level of evil i that i i've never seen before um and and by the way the 130 plus people who were murdered on these videos that's about 10% of the Israelis that were murdered on October 7th. They killed over 1,200. So that, that is right about 10% of the people who murdered that they have videos. So this is a, it's a collection of videos that the Israeli government put together. And so a lot of them are ones they got from Hamas social media. So a lot of this Hamas posted this. Like they're proud of it. They're, they're celebrating what they did. Some of this they got from Hamas cell phones. Some of this they got from victim cell phones. So there, there are images of victim cell phones where, for example, you have a bunch of Israelis hiding in a closet and terrified, saying they're coming, they're coming, and you see them covered with blood. 
that, that there's video. Some of them, a, a couple of the snippets in this video have been on Twitter. So, for example, there, there's video of a relatively young Israeli woman, I'd say probably early 20s, wearing gray sweatpants where her entire crotch area is covered. It is soaked in blood. And, and it is obvious from, from the blood that is, is both in the rear and the front of her crotch area that, that this young woman has been violently, violently raped and, and probably raped with, with foreign... The quantity of the blood suggests major bleeding. Uh, and this woman is being like thrown in a truck and being taken as a hostage. So after she was violently raped, she was taken as a hostage. You see lots of people taken as hostage with, and the joy of the terrorists. So the way it was shown, the Israeli government put it together and they spliced it together. And it's, as I said, it's from Hamas social media, it's from Hamas cell phones, it's from victim social media, it's from victim cell phones. There were a number of videos from security cam- security footage, like in someone's home, if they have a security camera, there were there were footage of the terrorists coming in, the terrorists going in, into a kindergarten, shooting a teacher, um, and there were also footage from first responders who came in after. So after the attack happened, they came in, and for example, in the music festival, you know, the music festival, Hamas terrorists came in on paragliders and with machine guns murdered a couple of hundred. Uh, mostly young people who were at an outdoor music festival. And, and like the first responders walking through, there were just dozens of bodies like in an area behind uh, behind the, the, the like Coke machines, not Coke machines, but sort of soda fountains where they were serving yeah. drinks. And you could see that people were hiding. They were hiding behind the counters. And this was a first responder video, so, so we don't know how those people were murdered, but presumably terrorists came in with machine guns and just shot one after the other after the other as they were hiding. There was also at the music festival, there was a whole line of porta potties. Uh, you know, probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 porta potties. This is a big outdoor music festival, so it was a place for people to go to the restroom. And the Hamas terrorists walk down, all the porta potties have the doors closed, and they walk down and they shoot multiple bullets through the doors of each porta potty. And, wow. and, 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 you know, they're obviously assuming, and, and, we didn't actually see someone killed in the porta potty, but we did see one of the porta potties with just blood smeared all throughout. So obviously, at least one person was hiding in there and was murdered. And it was just so. This was put together by the Israeli government. They have shown it to to, to multiple people in the Senate. Uh, the people who displayed it for the other senators were Marco Rubio and and Jackie Rosen. Uh, Marco Rubio is the ranking member on the Intelligence Committee, Jackie Rosen. I, I, I don't know why the two of them were the ones showing it, but they decided to show it. And, and as I said, about half the senators came. Listen, people were really, you know, senators are a pretty garrulous bunch. They're, they're often joking. They're talking. People walking out of it were in tears. Like it was, it, it was horrifying to see. And like like when we filed out of the room, the room was silent. Like no one was speaking. It was just like, oh my God, what did I just watch? And I believe we had a responsibility to watch it. I, I did not want to watch this footage, but I felt like it is my responsibility to know 
what happened and also to be able to tell people what happened and 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 so it, it I think it's important. I, the senators who didn't watch it, I would encourage every one of them, you need to watch it. And I'll tell you, I hope the Israeli government releases this footage just universally. They Right now, they've kept it confidential. So it was not a classified briefing, but it was in a room in the Capitol that's sort of right, it's right next to the skiff, which is the uh, secure classified area. And the rules were coming in that each of us had to check our cell phones, that they did not want any of us to take a cell phone in. Presumably, they didn't want any recordings. And, and I understand the sensitivity. Look, these are people being murdered, and they want to be sensitive to the victims, and I'm, I, I fully get that. I, I will say on, on much of the footage, particularly with the children, there were lots of dead bodies. There were lots of corpses that were burned, that were horribly burned. We saw corpses of little children and infants that were, that were burned to a crisp. They were unrecognizable. We saw uh, bodies of, of adults burned, burned completely, many of them in their cars. They were chasing people down in their cars as they drove. They'd chase them down and just shoot and kill the driver uh, in their car. That happened in a lot of different cars. Um, the bodies that were just lining the streets, like like 1,200 people murdered, is a volume. And, and as I said, we only saw just over 130 of it. But this, this the, is a massacre that took an extreme number of people to pull it off because, you know, as, as I was yeah. talking to one one person that is it was in, thousands of Hamas terrorists that did yeah. this. That's, and that's what it was described by me by somebody I talked to that, that is in the military in Israel. He said the difference, he said, between what you guys went through in 9-11 was you, it was massive explosions and, 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 and the planes and the people of the buildings. This was hand-to-hand massacres, whereas it was described by him as it was up close and personal. You're shooting people from three, four, five feet away. You're grabbing people and then killing them. This was barbaric uh, on a personal level, and, and I'm assuming that's what you, in essence, had to witness today. So, so when I next talk with the Israeli government, I, I'm going to encourage them to release it publicly, and I, I am deeply sympathetic to, to wanting to respect the victims and the victims' families, but I think there's also an obligation to document this for history, much like if you go to the Holocaust Museum in D.C., which which it's it's an incredible museum. Look, it's horrifying because they show the utter horrors of what the Nazis did, and 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 they document many of the victims. A- and it's valuable, you know. After the the Holocaust, the the, the phrase uh, "never again." It, it, it in order for that to mean something. You've got to understand what happened. And, and so I think, you know, if you go to Israel, Yad Vashem, which is the memorial again to the Holocaust, is, is a beautiful, beautiful museum. But it's horrifying. I mean, you go through and you watch, you know, the Nazis did just grotesque, inhumane things. I mean, they tortured and murdered people. They murdered six million Jews. They did things like they made lampshades from human skin. I mean, the, the Nazis dehumanize the Jews as as dogs and its, just like the Hamas terrorist. And and what was so horrifying watching this video 
is this was no different than watching Nazis, except this is 2023 and not 1940. Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I hope that the government of Israel will release it. And, and like you said, it, I'm glad that about 50 centers show up, but the other 50 need to see this as well. This shouldn't be a Republican or Democrat, conservative or liberal thing. This is just good and evil. Uh, and everybody should be able to say we're on the side of, of good and not on the side of evil. But there is a political side of this. And I think there's many that may not want to see this for political cover reasons. I want to ask you about that. But first, let me tell you about Augusta Precious Metals. If you've seen the headlines lately, uh, you know what's going on with the economy. Third highest deficit in history. The highest uh, rate of debt we've ever seen in this country on credit card debt. The digital dollar sparking uncertainty is another headline. And, as you know, what's going on in the Middle East. We're living in an unpredictable world, but gold is still gold. It's weathered many storms, and that's exactly why I've invested in physical gold. It's tangible, it's real, and it helps me sleep at night. Now, there are a lot of different companies you can call, but I want you to know about Augusta Precious Metals. Because if you have an IRA or a 401k, then it's time that you learn about the benefits of a gold IRA from Augusta Precious Metals. That is where I bought my gold. They're exceptional, honest, and they answer all of your questions. In fact, they do a free sit-down with you, one-on-one, and answer all of your questions about gold. So, all you have to do is call them, 877-4-GOLD-I-R-A. That's 877-4-GOLD-I-R-A, and you can do a one-on-one meeting with their experts and ask all the questions about gold for you. They're also online at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com or 877, the number four, Gold IRA. Senator, I think part of the reason why uh, there are some in D.C. that don't want to see these videos is because it's going to put pressure on them to change their mindset or to realize that you can't live in a world where Hamas has power or Hamas is in control of a government, for goodness sakes. Uh, There is new reporting coming out of Washington tonight that Biden is putting pressure on Israeli tactics that would, in fact, leave Hamas intact and in power after this ceasefire. Sources within the Israeli government have said to Breitbart News that the U.S. President Joe Biden's pressure would lead to Hamas surviving the war intact rather than allowing Israel to destroy Hamas or remove its military and governing capabilities. In recent days, the White House has acknowledged that Israel intends to continue fighting Hamas after the current pause sought by Biden to allow the release of hostages as that ends later this week. The Israelis have been pretty clear, quote unquote, that once the pauses are complete and the hostage exchanges are over, that they intend to continue their military operations against Hamas. That's what the White House advisor John Kirby said on Monday. Uh, Also, to put it in perspective, the media has been claiming that Israel has been trading hostages. That's not true. Israel does not hold hostages. It is releasing convicted Palestinian terrorists to save the lives of those that were taken hostage. And, And so now we're at this pivotal moment, Senator, that makes me angry, especially after what you just described, that the Biden's goals may be changing and Democrats are putting pressure to say, hey, let's figure out a way that we can coexist with Hamas and then maybe in power or even in leadership. Look, the left wing of the Democrat Party 
right now is profoundly anti-Israel. We're seeing in the House of Representatives with the squad, we're seeing just vicious anti-Semitism. We're seeing it on college campuses across the country. The left wing of the Democrat Party, the cultural Marxists, this is something I talk about extensively in, in my brand new book, Unwoke, the cultural Marxist. The book is How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. And the cultural Marxists define Israel, they define Jews as oppressors, they define Palestinians as victims, and as a result, the radical left, they support the violent revolution of the victims against the so-called oppressors. Uh, what that means for the White House, listen, I we've talked at length on this podcast about the hostage deal. I'm very, very glad the hostages are being released. That's cause for celebration. The price of some 50-odd hostages being released is that Hamas is getting stronger. Hamas is recuperating. Hamas is restoring. It will be more difficult for Israel to defeat Hamas, and, and there likely will be IDF, Israeli soldier casualties, that will be higher because Hamas is stronger. That is a bad outcome. Israel is also releasing uh, roughly 150 Palestinian prisoners who are convicted criminals. Many of them are convicted of terrorism. Some significant percentage of them will return to terrorism. And so there will be Israelis, there will be very possibly Americans who are murdered because those terrorists are being released. That's the downside of the deal. There's another downside of the deal, which is Israel is engaging in a temporary pause, and they're doing it to bring their civilians home, to bring women and children home, and that is a wonderful thing. But as the pause continues, the leftists in the White House and in the corrupt corporate media and on the global stage will all pressure Israel, do not resume fighting Hamas, do not try to defeat Hamas, do not try to eradicate Hamas, do not try to eliminate Hamas. That is completely wrong. I believe Prime Minister Netanyahu when he said that, that, that Israel is going to utterly eliminate Hamas. We should stand with them. And, and, and I'll tell you, look, to, to give you a sense of just how fractured the Democrat Party is right now, there is right now a vigorous and contentious debate among Senate Democrats. And the contentious debate is whether to condition military assistance to Israel on a set of demands concerning Gaza. And the people leading the charge are Bernie Sanders and Chris Murphy. Bernie, obviously, is the socialist from Vermont. Chris Murphy is the extremely liberal Democrat from Connecticut. They are both rabidly left-wing. Um, Sanders has has floated demands for Israel to end its, quote, indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. By the way, Israel is not engaged in indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. It's targeting terrorists. Sanders also wants to allow aid into the region and take other steps to, quote, lay the groundwork for a peaceful resolution to the, to, to the conflict. Um, other left-wingers, Senator Peter Welch, the other de Democrat from Vermont, said we've got to have the debate. You can't have that many civilian casualties as a part of the Netanyahu war plan. Now notice who the Democrats are targeting. It's not Hamas. It's not the terrorists. It's Netanyahu. Netanyahu is the bad guy. Why? Because to the cultural Marxist, Netanyahu is the oppressor. And the Hamas terrorists who are gleefully beheading civilians and raping little girls, they're the victims. Um this debate is is vigorous it is significant it, it is it, it by by public reports was really energetic 
in the Democrat conference, and and they want. And by the way, they're not talking just about conditioning the emergency military aid to to Israel for for the Hamas war. They're talking about the military aid that that, that America regularly provides uh, to to Israel. To so putting in pro Hamas restrictions, and that's what the left wing of the Democrat Party wants. Now, I will say. There are some Democrats who are pushing back. So, for example, Chris Coons from Delaware said, quote, I'm not sure that would that would come of that now. So he was pouring some cold water on that. Tim Kaine from Virginia said, quote, I don't think you're going to see conditionality. That's helpful. Uh, Mark Kelly, Democrat from Arizona, said, quote, I think it's important to be clear here that Israel was violently attacked on October 7th and they have a right to defend themselves. That's actually quite helpful. And Ben Cardin, who's right now the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, told reporters he is opposed to conditioning uh, aid. Now, that all of that is the Democrats who are pushing back. That is a good thing. But the fact that there are multiple left-wing Democrats explicitly turning on Israel after the worst terror attack in Israel in a generation it, it is just stunning, and it's a sign of how radicalized today's Democrat parties become. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn dot com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby hey ben ferguson here and if you're an accredited investor u.s oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio i want you to visit labradorenergy.com beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns when you invest with labrador energy you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income according to many sources u.s oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantaged income investments available Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. So visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity. And Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas 
today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Tell you what, it's pretty sad to see so many men not standing up for things that are right and wrong. And right now in this country, if you are a man and you want to continue to be proud of being a man and you care about strength and vitality over weakness and complacency, then you got to check out Chalk. Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, can help you boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. It's manufactured right here in the U.S. of A., and Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, and your mood. Now, I've been taking the Male Vitality Stack, and I can tell you it works. I've been taking it for months on end. And the problem right now is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. That may be where you are. You may be sitting there, and you're just complacent, and you just are tired of not having that strength and energy that you used to have. Well, get it back and fight back and use chalk. Go to choq.com. That's choq.com. Use the promo code BEN and you're going to get 35% off any chalk subscription for life. You got to check out the male vitality stack. If you're ready to fight back, boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Promo code BEN saves you 35% off. Go to choq.com. That's choq.com. Senator, I want to ask you one other last question on, on Israel. And, and you mentioned these senators that are wavering in the Democrat, on the Democratic side. You forced a vote before the, 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 the recess over Thanksgiving for emergency funding for Israel, standalone, not tied to uh, funding for Ukraine or any other port barrel project. It failed on a party line vote. You needed just one Democrat to switch over. Not a single Democrat switched over to do the right thing. That was very telling as well about the Democratic Party right now. But where does that funding stand now? Is it still at a standstill or is it moving with other legislation? Where are we? Uh, It's at a complete standstill. So the House has passed funding emergency military aid for Israel, $14.5 billion dollars. Uh, the House paid for it by rescinding $14.5 billion of the additional funding Democrats had passed for the IRS to pay for 87,000 new IRS agents. Um, when it came to the Senate, Chuck Schumer initially said he would not allow the Senate to vote on what the House had passed. That emergency military aid for Israel was just not apparently a priority for Schumer. So I joined with a number of other Republican senators two weeks ago, and we used a, a special procedural tool to force a vote on the Senate floor. And you and I talked about this at length at, at the podcast two, two weeks ago, where we explained what happened. We, we forced a vote through what's called filing a rogue cloture petition. And Democrats freaked out, but ultimately we had the vote. And it was astonishing. Every single Democrat, all of them, 
voted against emergency military aid to Israel. It was the day of the massive pro-Israel uh, march in, in Washington that, that I had gone to and, and participated in, some 300,000 supporters of Israel on the mall. And, and there were Democrat senators who went to that march and then went to the Senate and voted against military aid for Israel. Now, they did so because they knew the corporate media would never tell the voters about their vote. And, and I have not seen even a single story on CNN, on ABC, on NBC, on CBS, in the New York Times, in the Washington Post. The corporate media simply disappeared. It, it does not exist because that they are propagandists they they do not want people to know that chuck schumer and the democrats are blocking military aid to israel now why did they do that they did so number one because they are passionately committed to eighty-seven thousand new irs agents to harass their political enemies to go after small businesses and families and 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 to raise more money for them to spend and, and, and so they did not want any reduction in funding for their army of new IRS agents. But number two, they very cynically want to tie Israel funding to a, a Christmas list of other Democrat priorities. And top of the list is, is funding for Ukraine, which the Democrats really, really want. And they want to tie funding for Ukraine to funding for Israel because they want to try to force Republicans to vote for it. Because we support Israel, they want to try to extract a blank check for Ukraine as the price for aid to Israel. That's really cynical. Like, I, I think we need to take up and pass Israel funding on its own separately. But it, it says something that Schumer whipped the Democrats and all of them voted against military aid for Israel. And, and by the way, you know, I talked a minute ago about the the left wing Senate Democrats pushing for conditioning aid uh, to Israel on 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 Gaza and on making concessions to to, to Gaza and, and effectively to Hamas. Well, on Friday of last week, Joe Biden at the pr a press conference of the White House was asked about that. The question he was asked was, quote, Mr. President, there are members of your party who would like to see conditions placed on aid to Israel. What is your view on that? They would like to see, you know, a reduction in the bombing and that sort of thing. And here was Joe Biden's answer, quote, well, I think that's a, a worthwhile thought, but I don't think if I started off with that, that we have ever gotten to where we are today. We are having to take this a piece at a time. I want you to note, Joe Biden from the White House said it is a, quote, worthwhile thought to condition aid to Israel. Now, he didn't embrace the idea, so that was good. He didn't go all the way to Bernie Sanders and, and Chris Murphy and, and, and the anti-Israel squad, but he, he claimed their view, their, their demand to undermine Israel was a, quote, worthwhile thought. That is the state of today's Democrat Party. They are terrified of their left wing and and this this fissure in the democrat party it is getting worse in congress every single day within the democrats yeah no doubt about it i gotta ask you about this other issue real quick before i let you go and that is hunter biden agrees to appear before the house oversight committee i promise we're going to spend more time on this later this week but i have to get your initial reaction to his demands after being subpoenaed that he will do it, but only in public. 
That is what his lawyer has now said. That Yes, he's willing to testify before the House Oversight Committee only in public, according to the letter from his attorney that he wrote to the Republican lawmakers. Uh, I, I get trying to punch back and look like you're on offense, but to be clear... It is not crazy to have a subpoena behind closed doors. We saw this happen when they were trying to impeach not once but twice Donald J. Trump. They had people come in behind closed doors and they do these 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 sit downs uh, and answer questions under oath. Uh, They give their their testimony in essence. And then we saw the media go berserk over who is walking in to give their testimony. Why does Hunter Biden want it differently? And what's the political play here that we may not understand? Well, you're right that it's quite common for people to be subpoenaed to testify behind closed doors and in a closed deposition. That that happens regularly. Uh, Congressional committees that are investigating something, they like to do that. You can often spend more time asking questions. You can you can essentially prepare and build the foundations for an open and public hearing. It's 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 the due diligence you do before a hearing. And not everyone that you bring in for a, a, a closed deposition merits a hearing. So I understand why the committee initially uh, subpoenaed him to come in uh, for a, a, a deposition. I also understand why Hunter Biden came back and said he would do it, but only if it's a public hearing. Um, his lawyer is a guy named Abby Lowell. I don't know Abby personally, but he has a reputation as one of the most experienced and most talented lawyers in Washington for fighting congressional investigations. And so he does, when 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 an individual is in a whole lot of trouble with a criminal investigation or congressional investigation, uh, this, this lawyer is one of the top Washington power brokers for fighting back. And the stated reason that Hunter Biden and his lawyer gave is, is they said, well, uh, the Republicans in the House, when they've done closed-door depositions, they, quote, selectively leak portions of the depositions in ways that make the witnesses look bad. So so we don't want that to happen. We want the public to see exactly what Hunter says. Now, look, that's a gamble. You know, if you're the lawyer, um, there is a real advantage for Hunter in, do, in keeping it closed door and not having a video, not having it on the news. Um, will portions of it get leaked? Of course, that's what people in politics do on both sides all the time. The January 6th committee did it day after day after day after day. Both sides do that. But I will say by demanding that it be public, there's some degree of protection for Hunter Biden in having it be public and that it can't be selectively leaked. You get to hear everything he said. But it's also a risky play, having it be public, even as corrupt as the corporate media is. When Hunter Biden testifies before the House, the corporate media cannot avoid covering it. So it will drive a crap ton of news. And I, I, I say crap ton is a technical legal term, but but it will. It, it, it will be. And, you know, look, I, I don't know Hunter Biden. I've never met Hunter Biden. I don't know how he is at answering questions, but I have no reason to expect that he's a particularly nimble or effective witness. And so you're going to have some very vigorous questioning. And, and I will say, listen, James Comer, we've had James Comer on this podcast for a two-part interview. If you didn't listen to that, by the way, you ought to go back and listen to our two-part interview with James Comer. You ought to go back and listen to our two-part interview with Jim Jordan. Both of them, we did a deep dive in terms of those House investigations uh, and what they've revealed to date. My counsel 
to House Republicans when Hunter Biden testifies in an open hearing is remember the reason this is an issue of public concern is not about Hunter. It is not because he's some poor, sad sack with a substance abuse problem. The reason this is a matter of public concern is Joe Biden. The reason this is a matter of public concern is the evidence indicates that Hunter Biden's business was selling favors from daddy, from Joe Biden, to corrupt oligarchs in Ukraine and Russia and communist China. And so the focus needs to be on Joe Biden, on the corruption of the president of the United States, on the evidence that the president of the United States sold favors, on the evidence that the president of the United States solicited and received bribes. And so I hope that that that, that House Republicans can can keep that front and center. Uh, but but there's no doubt when Hunter testifies, it is going to drive a whole lot of news. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. I want you to know about this company because right now it is amazing how many woke companies are giving massive donations. And I'm talking about Big Mobile to hardcore leftist causes, including Planned Parenthood. If you don't want your money going to woke corporations, then switch your cell phone provider right now to Patriot Mobile. You get to keep your same cell phone number you have right now. You can keep your same cell phone or upgrade to a new one. And you get the most dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've got right now, and you don't have to worry about that being an issue. The other thing about Patriot Mobile is this. When you pay your bill, they take a percentage of your bill every month at no extra cost to you. And what do they do with it? They give it to organizations that support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and our first responders who are our heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that makes switching easy. So call them, go online, patriotmobile.com, that's patriotmobile.com, or 972-PATRIOT, that's 972-PATRIOT, or patriotmobile.com, that's patriotmobile.com, or 972-PATRIOT, use the promo code VERDICT, you'll get free activation as well, that's promo code VERDICT. Senator, is there any hope that we will ever get to see real justice coming out of the house that could possibly move somewhere when it comes to the Biden crime family. Do you feel like we are getting closer by the way that, that Comer uh, and Jordan are doing this methodically? There have been a lot of, I, I, I say, Monday morning quarterbacking and, and armchair quarterbacking from a lot of people on social media are saying, we've screwed this up. We've gotten nowhere. They promised to do something. They haven't done it yet. Is is that a fair assessment? Because I think what they've been doing is really making sure they do this right so it sticks. Yeah, listen, I think both Jim Jordan and James Comer are doing an excellent job. I think they're approaching their job very seriously. I think they're laying out the evidence in a systematic matter. I think that's important. I think laying out the evidence for the public matters enormously. Uh, I believe the House should already have impeached Alejandro Mayorkas. I believe the House, House should already have impeached Merrick Garland. And, you know, when it comes to impeachment of Biden, I think they're getting very, very close to having the evidence to impeach Joe Biden as well. Um, the question on all three of those is, will they have the votes in the House? So the House Republicans have 
an exceptionally narrow majority. They have a four-vote majority. It's not clear that they have the votes to impeach any of them. And so that's a fundamental challenge that they face. The new speaker, Mike Johnson, I know Mike very well. He's a conservative. I'm confident that Mike would be perfectly willing to impeach these officials if he had the votes. But, But if there are five Republicans who say no, there's no magic wand that can change that. And and so I, I, I think given that very real dynamic, that, that, that it is a tiny majority with, with a num- number of wobbly votes, the best course of action the House can do is keep developing the evidence and making the case stronger and stronger and stronger and developing it in front of the American people who ultimately are going to be the arbiter. Because look, even if they impeached all three of them, None would be removed by the Senate. It takes two-thirds of the Senate to remove an individual in impeachment, and and the chances that Senate Democrats would vote to do so are 0.000%. Yeah, we'll certainly be following this, and we'll keep you updated on it. Don't forget that you can listen to this podcast Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that subscribe or auto-download button. In those days in between, make sure you grab my podcast, the Ben Ferguson Podcast, and I'll keep you up with the latest breaking news on those in-between days. As always, thank you for listening and sharing this podcast wherever you are on social media. And the Senator and I will see you back here on Friday morning. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Ben Ferguson here. And if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantaged income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.